the AFC West preview on Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Ocho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Football. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. This is Justin. You can call me J Mark and find me on Twitter at J Mark Football. Before I get going on this AFC West, I gotta bring in my co-host on the pod and in life. You can call her Mur. Find her on Twitter at J Mark's Wifey. Though little birdies have told me that could be changing soon. Miranda, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I I had an old man moment this morning. Um, you know, as we get older, not that I'm old, old, but as we get You're older, our body, thanks, honey, <laughs> our body changes. I went to uh, move my neck to the side and something felt like it pulled. And now when I bend my head that way, oh, it hurts. So, yeah, that happened. Hopefully the whiskey will help. Maybe it will loosen things up for you. <laughs> it's been a crazy weekend we're releasing on whiskey wednesday yeah sorry everybody i had a killer migraine last night that i could not push through it feels like we've had a full week already but at the same time feels like the weekend was like just yesterday we had a we had a really good weekend yeah it was good and you are getting ready you have a shortened work week mm-hmm. because you're going to be flying for a work trip yes so you're making me get up at butt ass what you say making <laughs> everyone keeps saying i'm making you do this i might have overheard that as i walked by your office so i had to say it you're always <laughs> there you were lurking in the hallway i was walking to get more coffee that's and I acceptable heard <laughs> no but i you just reminded me too we have like two gallons of mulberries in our fridge that I have to do something with. Yes. Today. Today. I have to wash and freeze or wash and get them going into whatever we, my mom and I picked. You wanted to do that today. today. I have to do it today. (laughs) My mom and I picked mulberries. You helped a little bit. A little bit. I was a key component in getting the top branches. Yes. (laughs) At the, towards the end. We picked mulberries for like, three hours three and a half hours mm-hmm. on saturday well i the reason i didn't help the whole time is because i made a town trip because <laughs> <A> town trip <laughs> your dad was having some back issues and we thought we need some medicinal grade whiskey something over a hundred proof because did. they did not have that <laughs> and we're trying one of those today i i ended up buying two because you, you can't be too sure you know <laughs> and this is we realized this is first time this year we've bought in whiskey we have made it yes this far into the year we had a do not buy list and if anyone remembers out. us talking about this before <laughs> we at the beginning of the year we we're talking about our financial goals this year and we had a do not buy list for us 
my list, I already violated one of the things, but I could not buy any more coffee mugs, <laughs> no blankets, and no throw pillows. All right, listen to this shit. So she <laughs> she buys a coffee mug and says, no, 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 this is for tea. <laughs> what the? F- no, it is a coffee mug. <laughs> I have a difference. There's a difference between a mug for tea and a coffee cup. There's I a difference. Guess this is my fault. When I go and get, it's a whole mood for me. When I go get a cup and pick out what cup I'm going to use that morning for my coffee, it's like, what kind of a mood am I in? There's like a vibe associated with each coffee cup that I have. Yes. And I have definite certain cups that are for tea only. I, I know you do. I just still think <laughs> it was a, uh, a loophole that I did not foresee. But, anyways, we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm the afc west today now we've covered every other division except afc west and afc north those are the only two left Mm -hmm. so the afc west is the chiefs chargers broncos and the raiders yeah and as i was studying these i realized that well first of all i think we both know who our top quarterback and top tight end are going to be but these teams didn't have a ton of change from last year which is interesting Mm -hmm. um I mean, it kind of makes it easier when you're trying to value players and everything because if all goes well, they're going to perform the same they did last year. But that is just interesting. This seems like it's the division that had the least amount of change. Yeah. There well, are there are pieces. There are some pieces. Like there was a lot could, of change on the Raiders. Yeah. Well, with their quarterback situation. Aside from mm-hmm. that, there's no, well, I guess, in tight end, Darren Waller got traded, but he didn't play he a didn't. good chunk of the year. Mm-hmm. So. There wasn't a lot there. The Broncos are pretty much the same. The Chargers are pretty much the same. Chiefs wide receivers changed. Chiefs wide receivers, but are they important anyways? It's Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Those are the people you want on the they Chiefs. They are. Like, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, before we keep going, okay. what are we drinking today? We are drinking Rittenhouse Rye Bottle and Bond, which is one of the whiskeys you came home with on Saturday. It is. It is a hundred proof. Obviously, all bottled and bonds are one hundred proof. And uh, I'm excited to review it. But before we do that, we have to talk about the AFC West. And just want to remind you, make sure you are going to. And now I did learn that capitalization matters. So betteredge.com slash capital O, capital F, capital F, dash, lowercase F-U-N. That's OFF fun. Go to betteredge.com slash OFF fun, dash fun, sorry, dash fun, to uh, fill out the poll questions and you could win yourself a private select Elijah Craig barrel proof. I wish I could win it. But anyways. That you can only get from Ace Spirits. That's right. Yeah. The private select only at Ace Spirits in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And check out their website, acespirits.com and use promo code BET to get $10 off. Miranda, I did a lot of work this uh, past couple days, especially on Monday. It was a full day working outside because I had the day off, and I wish I had had some bird dog shorts because not only would I have looked good working out there, but I would have been comfortable. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving me the sculpted look, so you would have been distracted from work watching (laughs) me out the window like, oh my gosh, look at those sculpted thighs. And they do the exact same thing as like a Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of like that stiff, restricting cotton because they use this cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but it stretches, which would have been nice as I was going up and down, working on the deck and everything else. Plus, this is what I really needed. 
They use an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day. It was 90 degrees out. You were I dripping. Was not cool nor dry. And <laughs> I probably smelled. But uh, anyways, yeah, I think Travis Kelsey. I think, you know, thinking of a, trying to think of an athlete in this division that needs some bird dog shorts. I think it's Travis Kelsey. I think he needs those. But I need to get some so I can continue to work in these hot summer days the dog days of summer. How about the bird dog days of summer where you won't stink or sweat? Just go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool. That's P-O-O-L for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And because they're anti-stink sweat, you don't have to. All righty. Should we talk about some of these teams? Yeah. Let's start with I think my favorite team in this division, the Chiefs. I'm glad you said in this division. I was getting ready to send you out into the hallway. <laughs> the Chiefs cannot be your favorite team. This is a Bears household. This is a Bears household. You I don't do know not what have we to worry about that. If if you went for another team, it would be interesting. Well, if I went for another team, unfortunately for you, it would be the Packers. And not because I'm saying, oh, I want to be for the Packers. It's because if I had been, if my uncles had done their job correctly, and influenced me correctly growing up, I would have been a diehard. I have such a bad taste in my mouth right now, and it is not (laughs) because of the whiskey. I don't like the Packers, so just calm down. Thank you for that. Thank you, football gods and everything. If there had been a team, most likely it makes sense it would have been them, and that would have been a painful. It would be painful in this house. You think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it would okay, worked out. Okay, anyway, let's break down these Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Hard no. Okay, Patrick Mahomes at the helm. He was the number one ranked quarterback last year for fantasy. He scored 428.4 points. He had eight top five finishes. Not as many as Jalen Hurts. Just throwing that out there. It is not. He's ranked 40, er, ranked. He's valued at $40. We talk about it's hard to spend that much for a quarterback last year I said absolutely not because he's going to take a step back I don't remember what he was last year but I said no because he's going to take a step back because he He didn't have Hill you know he did better yeah and he proceeded to just do better he set career high Mm -hmm. in passing yards so I I really don't think it matters who he's throwing to I don't think I think he proved that it doesn't matter when Travis Kelsey leaves it might be a completely different story talk about that (laughs) yeah we won't talk about that (laughs) but if that happens you know but that hasn't happened so he's worth his value if you can budget that he's worth he's worth top whatever your top is for a quarterback he's worth it and he doesn't he's not a scrambling quarterback he does run some but he's not a scrambling quarterback yet he still beats those scrambling quarterbacks Mm -hmm. that's how good he is yes so would you do the 40 that's hard. I on can't a do the 40 because I don't budget that way. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, if I could, if he wasn't going for 40, I, I don't know what I would, what I would pay for him. I'm not saying he's not worth 40. He is worth it. Yeah. You just have to budget correctly and plan your draft accordingly. If you're going to go after Mahomes. Neither one of us spend that much. On we don't. I've just never structured my draft that way to spend $40, which is what that's. 20%. Is that 20%? Am I doing this right? Yes. <laughs> Do the math. I Math is hard. Have never spent 20% of my budget on a quarterback. Yeah. No. I I can't do it. I, I, I think he's worth it, but I just can't do it myself. I can't make it work on paper for the rest of my team. Mm-mm. How about running back? 
they have Isaiah Pacheco. Yes, the rookie from last year. Yes, he ranked 35th among running backs, no top five finishes, and only had 128.5 points to end the 2022 season. He is valued at $18. Now, last year, Clyde Edwards-Alaire did have the start, and then Pacheco Mm kind of took over um, later on in the season. They did continue to split time, but I just – I don't like Chiefs running backs. I don't think they – provide enough value because they pass so much i was gonna say i think on any team where it's a pass heavy offense and your quarterback gets rushing yards your running backs are not should be valued less yeah and they still got clyde edwards hilaire who i think will get touches Mm -hmm. they have jarek mckinnon too They, they do and the way they use him in like the passing game i guess if you're in a ppr i could make a uh, argument to take him because he's going to get little dumps from patrick mahomes out of the backfield um not saying patrick mahomes takes mm. little dumps he puts ketchup on his steak so he probably takes big ones oh but <laughs> <laughs> anyways um yeah i'm a pass on on the chiefs running backs yeah they're not my top targets either and so 18 dollars. even if okay if you weren't passing would you spend 18 dollars for him no. I think that's high. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I would not. This is the best, arguably, I mean, factually, the <laughs> best team in this division, but I still don't think their running back is right. worth Agreed. $18. Agreed. Well, you're agreeing with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Wide receiver. <laughs> so we still have Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So MVS still on the team. Um, Juju went to the Patriots. And Nicole Hardman, where'd he end up? Um, we already talked about him. Yeah, he went to the Jets, catching passes from Aaron Rodgers, from one great quarterback to one washed up. <laughs> <laughs> There's my Aaron anyway, Rodgers jab for the um, day. Interestingly enough, so they have MVS, Kadarius Tony. They also have Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice. But MVS and Tony are both valued at a dollar. So last year, MVS was ranked 53rd. He wasn't, I kind of, wasn't McCall Hardman, was McCall Hardman used more than him? A little bit. I mean. They kind of, McCall and MVS were, I think Juju had more. The the thing with Patrick Mahomes is he's an elite quarterback Mm -hmm. because he spreads the ball around. He doesn't target any one person aside from Travis Kelsey. But even with targeting Travis Kelsey a lot, his mm-hmm. his receivers get a lot of yards. It's just it's spread out amongst all of them. So I, I'm not an envy. I know you're the Chiefs wide receiver well, expert. I was here, ex- but- not. I wouldn't say I'm the expert. I was just excited because it's it's Mahomes. And last year, I thought Juju would be a very clear like wide receiver one, and he was, but it wasn't. I mean, MVS and. It was like a rotating door. Yeah, it was just a rotating door of Juju has the best week. Now MVS, now McCall Mm -hmm. Hardman. Like, yeah, it just kept rotating. So anyway, MVS finished out the year with 101.4 points, no top five finishes, valued at a dollar, and was ranked 53rd. Now, Kadarius Toney, he missed nine games, and he was traded from the Giants to the Chiefs during last season. Um, He finished out the year with 49.3 points. I don't believe he had any top five finishes. He was ranked 107th among wide receivers last year. Yeah. And is valued at a dollar. Now, in one of my leagues, I picked up Rishi Rice. Yeah, in the rookie draft. In a rookie draft. Yeah. And I'm hoping 
because he's talented. I'm hoping that he gets some chemistry with Mahomes. I think he's going, I think he has some of the most upside. Mm -hmm. I also drafted him in a rookie draft. I was pretty excited to trade back and still get him. I just, at the pick I had, it seemed too early. A lot of buzz about Justin Ross, who I know we're not even really talking about, but he was a rookie last Mm -hmm. year out of Clemson, didn't really have any impact. And I just saw a thing this morning that somebody traded him and a second rounder for a first rounder. Somebody gave up a first round pick for Justin Ross. And I'm not understanding the buzz there. Because I don't know that I understand that either. The Chiefs, as we said, they spread the ball around. Yeah. And Sky Moore was also a rookie last year. Yeah. And I know, like, I think I picked him up in a league, like, as a flyer, thinking he would be something. He didn't really no. amount to anything. Now, let's let's move on to one I, of... I'm out on all of... I would spend a dollar for Kadarius Tony. Okay. I think he has yeah. some upside, and I like Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice for me. Yeah. Okay. Um... The position that everyone's likely targeting and should be targeting. Tight end. Yes. Travis Kelsey. He was the number one ranked tight end last year, finished with 261.3 points, 10. Let me say that again. 10 top five finishes. Um, valued at $58, and that's right on for that. This is the first year I always say no because I always say I wouldn't spend it. This year I say yes. Oh, really? You're flipping? Yep, I am. Have I, like, is it because of me? Have you heard me enough? Are you listening to me? (laughs) (laughs) Choking me over here. Um, (laughs) I'll say that I agree with you that the tight end position is an important one, and when you have a guy that consistently gets the number one spot, it's hard to argue it. It's hard to argue, you know, spending your your draft capital on Travis Kelsey Mm -hmm. and... It's just, especially when he puts up numbers like that, 10 top five finishes, that means 10 weeks out of the season, you had the best tight end. That That's hard to argue, no matter what the money is. I'm assuming, yeah, you're, you're going on him as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I thought He so. is always, he is my number one tight end target if I can manage it. Just, I just want to put something into perspective here. Justin Jefferson was the number one wide receiver last season. Mm-hmm. And what did I say? So Travis Kelsey finished with 261.3. Justin Jefferson finished with 304.6. So only 40 points more for a wide receiver. Yes. So let me, what did I say? 267? Why can't I keep it? 261.3 was Travis Kelsey. 261.3. Okay. If you put him in as a wide receiver, he would have finished fifth among wide receivers if he was a wide receiver with those points. Yeah. Now that's, see, that's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you know your top 10 wide receivers, people are spending a boatload of money on. Mm-hmm. Save your cash and get Travis Kelsey, right? I would. I, I mean, that is what I budget. I budget yeah. high, and I I will be the person in a bidding war with you on a top tight end like Travis Kelsey. L- literally with me, this might get ugly this year because I'm on the same page of this. I Normally. don't like that you're starting to <laughs> – you're realizing my strategy is like legit here and you're yeah. going to start – uh-uh. I will be so angry with you. Well, he's going to be your top dollar (laughs) tight end. He's also going to be the first tight end drafted in best ball. Mm -hmm. Where can people play best ball? You can play best ball at Underdog Fantasy, which we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. And Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. 
That's right. 15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college basketball player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog and active in so many states. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback. Now, back to old-fashioned football. All right. See, this is um, this is where I, I tell you that I think you should go. We're getting ready to go on a trip to Colorado in a, in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. You should go to the spa. You should enjoy the spa, and I will sit at the whiskey bar and play underdog fantasy because it's not in Iowa yet, but it is in Colorado. So I will sit there and just do that. Well, and I'm going to be partaking in this whiskey bar too. Let's just get that straight. Yeah, you can join me after you're all relaxed. You know. <laughs> all right. Should we move on to the Chargers? Yes. Let's move on. At quarterback, one of my favorite quarterbacks again, Justin Herbert. Real quick, I mm-hmm. have to interrupt you um, just for a little behind baseball, as they call it. Miranda talks with her hands, and when she said best ball mania four, she held out a five and then dropped one of the fingers like, oh shit, four. <laughs> it was funny to watch. Anyways. I have a problem. I speak with my hands. I'm very animated. See, when we go live, which we're planning on doing, I think people are going to love it. I think I'm going to be distracting, but <laughs> let's continue. Like I said, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert, he was ranked 11th last year among fantasy quarterbacks. He finished out the year with 289.3 points, two top five finishes, valued at $19. He is not a top 10 quarterback, but he is a very reliable quarterback. He is. He was not a top 10. That doesn't mean he won't He was not, but he could be. He could be. $19 seems right on to me. So you won't spend... 40 for Mahomes, but you'll spend 20-ish for Herbert? I will. And I would spend 28 for Jalen Hurts, I already said. But mm-hmm. uh, 19 just it feels right where Herbert's probably going to go. He's going to be in that 16 to $20 range in drafts, I think. I, I would agree with you. He is. He's He could go up to 20. Yeah. So at running back, the Chargers have Austin Eckler. Last year, he he was ranked number one. Let's just put this out there. Number one running back. In half PPR. In half. In standard, he wasn't. But in half PPR, yes. like we get our points from, he was. Mm-hmm. Last year, he finished with 319.2 points, five top five finishes. He's valued at $67. He will go for $67. This one, I think I can't do. And here's why. You know, he wanted a new contract he requested Mm -hmm. a trade they said they have no interest trading him and he just said well my contract says i have one more year to be here so i'm going to be here at least one more year that's not a guy that sounds very enthusiastic about being there but if he wants to be somewhere else don't you think he's still going to do his best i I, don't see him not i do hard no i'm not saying he's not going to play hard I think the Chargers want to see what they have in the backups. I would think that he's going to get less time on the field. Ah, oh, I see where he'll you're going still be with their, this. He'll still be their top guy, their top mm-hmm. running back, but I think they're going to pull him out of the game more than they did last year because they got to see, can we uh, survive life without Austin Eckler? Well, who are the backups? Back? Because in my opinion, like it's Austin Eckler on the Chargers. Like the, It's been clear it's Austin Eckler, but if you're saying they're going to start bringing up, like, who would take his spot on the team? So they got Josh Kelly 
and Isaiah Spiller, who they drafted last mm-hmm. year. So, you know, I could see those guys, especially Spiller. I mean, they spent draft capital on him last year. I think they're going to want to see him get more involved, and he is a back that can catch passes. We'll see if you're right here. Look, I like Austin Eckler. I still think he's going to finish as a top 10. I just don't know if I can spend the $67 on him. It's debatable for me. 55 mm-hmm. is my max. 55 is your max? Yeah. I think if I'm spending... Shouldn't say that, because then in ours, if somebody's listing, they will bid 56, mm-hmm. and then I'll have to debate if I want to be a liar. If I'm spending $58 <laughs> on Travis Kelsey, I don't know if I can spend 67 on Eckler. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's 135 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Did I do the math right? 125? No, 135. You had it 35. Yeah. Mhm. That leaves you 65 55 dollars, no. 65 dollars. It's 150 What? Why can't we do math? 50 It's 115. No, 125. Jesus. 67 plus 58 is, is 125. It's 125, yes. not 35. I was right the second time. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> which leaves you 75 dollars. Oh my gosh, we suck at math. To we fill need out to like the, you know just we are recording this on our lunch break. We've been racking our brains at work, <laughs> stepping away to record this. So yeah. Anyways. But what's the excuse when we're recording after work and we can't well, <laughs> you late. can't do math. It's late. I We've done a can. whole day of work. Okay, it's late. We're done. <laughs> but I before we get into these wide receivers, math do you know what hard. we didn't do? What? We didn't talk about current NFL news. Oh yeah. We'll go over I don't want to spend too much time on this guy even because I'm pissed at him. Okay, but let's circle back. Okay. Before we do whiskey, we need to talk about some NFL news cuz there are some headlines that are making like some stories making headlines out there, Jesus. And some headlines <laughs> making stories too. That's how the media works. Let's talk about the wide receivers for the Chargers. All right. We have Keenan Allen who missed 7 weeks last year. He was ranked 42nd among wide receivers, one top five finish, finished out the season with 131 points, and he's valued at $18. We also have Mike Williams, who missed four games, finished out um, this season with 145 points, one top five finish. He was ranked 31, and he's valued less at nine. Yeah, so when you look at this, you're like, oh, this doesn't make sense, but... Mike Williams only scored 14 more points in three more games than Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. So that's being factored in. I Keenan like, Allen missed more games. Yeah, I like both these guys. I like both of them. But they are often injured, mm-hmm. which makes it tough to, to bid close to $20 for Keenan Allen. $9 for Mike Williams is not as tough because you're under that 10 and he's got that high upside if he plays all year. But what I would do is I think the guy that's going to go for less is Quentin Johnson, their rookie. I think he's got potential. And if either of these, I think he's going to be in the offense no matter what they're going to utilize him. But then if either of these guys miss time, which he's they're in. known for. And I he's think in. he's a good dynasty pickup. Oh yeah. Or a keeper league, get him for like, a dollar yeah and see what happens for those keeper leagues absolutely yeah he's he's listed they they have their depth chart is starting three wide receivers and he's behind Allen and Williams but still a starter mm-hmm. in that wide receiver three spot so yeah he's somebody to watch out for yeah at tight end they have Gerald Everett and last year he finished out the season with 110.5 points two top 5 finishes he was ranked 15th 
among tight ends, and he's valued at a dollar. Yeah, I'm going to stay away. I think the wide receivers are the action mm-hmm. here in the passing I game. I agree, and for e- 15th rank, I'm not spending more than a dollar if he's somebody I pick up. Yeah, even in, um, I said wide, re- wide receivers get the action. Austin Eckler was the top running back in half PPR and PPR because he catches so many passes. So between wide receivers and running backs, the tight end's not going to get much love. No. Should we move on to the Broncos? Yeah. I want to talk about this quarterback that everybody went crazy over last year in our auction drafts. He went for so much money. He did. He did. Um, and really, he's not. he wasn't probably relevant for you unless you were in a super flex. Right. He did finish out the year as a 16th-ranked quarterback, bringing in 235.8 points, three top five finishes, and he's valued at $2, and he went for like more than 20 in one of our leagues. He went more than Patrick Mahomes in one of mm-hmm. our leagues. Patrick Mahomes went for 26 last year. Russ, Russell Wilson went for 27. That I, was laughable. Yeah, I, I will never forget that. I know the numbers mm-hmm. just because it was like, um, what? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm staying away from him because he just does not he didn't have it last year. I don't know. I don't know what to expect out of him this year, but he's not somebody I'm going to be targeting. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, he finished 16th and it was a down year. I just want to put that in perspective. Russell Wilson started I think he missed one game. I think he did miss one game, but he basically started the whole season, right? Mm-hmm. He finished 16th. 64 different quarterbacks made a start last year, which is a crazy number. 64 different quarterbacks made a start because of injuries. So to finish 16th, half in the league, it's really not all that great when you put it into that perspective. When you put it into the fact that he played pretty much all year, 64 different quarterbacks started, that means you had a lot of guys get injured and not play the full year, you know? Mm-hmm. So, however... <laughs> New coach and Sean Payton. We are going to find out if Sean Payton was a good coach because of Drew Brees or if Sean Payton really is a good coach. I would spend the $2 as a backup, not as my primary option, but I would take a risk at $2 that Russell Wilson has a bounce back here. Really? Yes. I'm staying away from him. Are you? Mm hmm. So you're out on Wilson. I am not. That is correct. (laughs) I am out. So let's talk about running backs for these Broncos. Javante Williams. Do you think he's going to be ready by week one? Uh, I hope, you know, I I never want to see a young guy get hurt and have it affect him in multiple years. But I don't know. There's a lot of talk that he might not be, or at least he'll be start started slow. Mm-hmm. Well, he only played four weeks before he was injured last season. Yeah. So he, in those four weeks, he had 34 points. No top five finishes. He was ranked 84th, obviously, because he didn't play. But he is valued at $14. Yeah, and I think he's a guy that he has the potential to be a top, 15 or better running back so 14 if you believe he will get healthy 14 is worth it now there's a lot of talk that Samajay Pirine is going to have a big role Mm -hmm. in this offense though and nobody nobody's going to want to really bid on Samajay Pirine they're gonna be like what no I'm out 
So that's a guy I would keep my eye on for a couple bucks. That could yeah, I think you could get him role. pretty cheap. Yeah. And then it might pay out for you if you're willing to take that risk. Especially in a PPR league. Mm-hmm. At wide receivers, they have Jerry Judy, who was ranked 21st among wide receivers last year, finishing with 170.7, two top five finishes. He's valued at 13. They also have Cortland Sutton, who was ranked 43rd among wide receivers last year, finishing with 127.4, no top five finishes, valued at a dollar. There was a lot of talk about Cortland Sutton last year. And $22, I feel like, is what sticks out in my mind for him. That No, I think you're I right. I think that's it was, what he was going for. Yeah. Because... It was 20s or more. Everybody was on the Broncos train. With Russell Wilson. Yeah. And it did not pay out. And I stayed away from Cortland Sutton. I think I, I pretty much stayed away from all Broncos players. Now, I made a trade for Jerry Judy last year because he was having some good games. Obviously, he finished 25th or 21st. 21st. Sorry. So if you're in a 10-person league, that's just outside of your wide receiver, too. If you're in a 12-person league, y'all mm-hmm. can do the math. That's inside your top, uh, or that is a wide receiver, too. I think this, the $13 and the $1, I think is a overcorrection for how bad last year went. I have the belief that Sean Payton is a decent enough coach that he can turn this around that I'm comfortable spending $14 for the pair of these guys. Really? Yes. You have that much faith that a coach is going to make the difference for this whole team. This is a coach that he came into the saints, turned that around and the saints were terrible after he left. You know, they've not bounced back. I think he, and like I said, part of that, yes, was likely drew Brees, but I also think he's a good coach. I think he's going to be able to turn this, this team around. Now, that's a weighted statement because I still think they're going to be third in the division behind the Chiefs and the Chargers. It's a really tough division, but uh, I think they're going to do all right. You traded for Jerry Judy last year. He was so inconsistent. I, he was, but I liked his upside, and I really needed wide receiver Even help. for being ranked 20, 21, because that is, that's your flex position. He he just was. He was very inconsistent all over the board. It was basically I traded a a higher draft pick. I think it was a like a seventh round for a thirteenth round and then no player. But yeah, I, I made the splash. I needed wide receiver help. So he finished twenty first. Hopefully Jerry Judy does it for you this year. Um at tight ends, Greg Dolchich. Dolchich? Dol- yeah, it just I think it looks I don't know. Yeah. He missed seven games. He's irrelevant. He was ranked 30th. He's not on my tight end radar. He finished out the season with 69.6 points, two top five finishes, and he's valued at $2. This is weird to me. Gerald Everett finished 15th last year, two two top five finishes. He's $1. I know. I don't understand these these valuations right now. These preseason valuations, I don't always agree with yeah i i would spend the dollar on ever before two on Dolchich, but i'm i'm gonna stay away from both mm-hmm. agreed finishing out this division the, the raiders, raiders. <laughs> at quarterback we have jimmy g he missed six games with the 49ers last year and finished the season with 168.8 points he's ranked 25th he was ranked 25th among quarterbacks one top five finish, valued at a dollar. If Jimmy G can stay healthy, what are your thoughts? 
Well, it's a big if because right now he's not healthy. He had ankle <laughs> surgery on the off season, mm-hmm. and now they've released the. I think people like the fan base started panicking. The Raiders released that. Oh no, we knew about this, and we have stipulations in our contract. So that to me makes it sound like if he never becomes hundred percent, he doesn't get his money that they signed him for. But if he can stay healthy, again, a big if. Jimmy G is never. Had a receiver like Devontae Adams. No. So I think there's some promise there. There is a little bit of promise, but I, I'm not a Jimmy G guy. I'm, I'm going to stay away. He's consistent. He's a good quarterback for your team because he's a consistent guy that doesn't lose you games. He may not be able to win you a lot, but he's a good, I hate the term, but game manager. Probably a little better than a game manager. But fantasy football-wise, he's just not somebody I target. Yeah, I don't know right now. I don't know if I'm going to target him right now. i got to see what happens with him. He's not... He's not your lover. <laughs> That's what's going through my head. As soon as he said he's not, Jimmy G is not my lover. <laughs> no, but he's just not a quarterback I've targeted except for when he was... I don't know if it was his rookie year or something. I know I had him one year or went after him because I thought he was just going to be... The next Tom Brady. Something. Because it, it's like it seems so long ago that he was drafted to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Then Tom Brady never retired, so they didn't resign him. Yeah. So um, anyway, I'm staying away from Jimmy G right now. You so badly wanted him on the Bears. I, I did, but I'm happy. I am more than happy with our Bears situation right now, so <laughs> calm down. Running back. They have Josh Jacobs, who was ranked third among running backs last year, finished the season with 301.8 points, five top five finishes, valued at $44. And I think that he is going to be reliable this year because we don't know how Jimmy G is going to do. We don't know if he's going to stay healthy. I think they're going to need to run the ball. I agree, and I think Jimmy G is a quarterback that's friendly to running backs, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Now – I know part of that is the 49ers scheme. They run the ball a lot. They run it efficiently. But I think he's a guy that he does get the running back production because, like I said, he's not a bad quarterback. People still have to account for the play action and him throwing it. Mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs was the number one in standard leagues. He led the league in rushing last year. I don't necessarily see him taking a step back. I think he's going to be a top five rusher again. And $44, that for me is way easier to pay than 67 I agree. And this is a team where we don't see a running back committee. No, right. And that it's is something Jacob's that I'm backfield. really paying attention to. I think it's very important to pay attention to this season. I, I've said this before, so I'm not trying to sound like a broken record. <laughs> but I would target talented running backs who are not in a running back committee. This record's in broken. <laughs> Anyway, $44 is on the mark unamused. for me. <laughs> Let's move on to wide receivers. Devontae Adams finished the season with 235.5 points. He was ranked second among wide receivers. He had seven top 10 finishes. That's a lot. It's a lot. And he's valued at $43. Other wide receivers the Raiders have include Jacoby Myers and Hunter Renfro. Yeah, nobody that scares you. Um, no. Devontae Adams is the man on this team. Yeah, tune into the NFL Gambling Podcast. Moneyline Mac and I just did wide receiver power rankings. Both of us agreed 
the number one power-ranked wide receiver, Devontae Adams. Carr targeted this guy almost 40-some percent, and he still was uncoverable. Like, they knew that's where the ball was going, and he still was uncoverable. He's going to continue to dominate. He's just one of those guys. We wanted to see, like, you know, he gave Rodgers back-to-back MVP Mm -hmm. seasons, mainly because of Devontae Adams. Could he thrive with Carr throwing to him? He did. And so... Yeah, I think he is worth $43. He should be one of your top wide receiver targets. No, I agree that he's worth the $43. This is an easier one to budget into. Um, I don't remember what Justin Jefferson was. I was but trying I think to think, over too. 50, right? I think he did, and I would rather have, I think, Devontae Adams. So I don't know if I would rather have him. Well, I, well, for my budget, I would rather have Right, him. <laughs> yeah. Budgeting-wise, I think it makes uh-huh. as much sense to spend 43 for Adams. Uh, I think Jefferson's really the only other guy that I put in that class. I mean, Jamar Chase might be close, but Jamar Chase also gets targets taken away from by T. Higgins. I mean, I I don't know. I just, this, Devontae Adams is a, a guy that he's uncoverable. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jefferson's at 65. 65. So 43 Jefferson, way you're, pa- you're paying 22 extra dollars for 19 extra points. Yeah take Adams all day I think that's when you put it like that yeah $20 is 10% of your budget for 19 extra points right that does not seem worth it that's not worth it yep you're paying more than a dollar per extra point there yeah agreed anyway let's move on to tight ends they have Austin Hooper who is new they signed him in the offseason and he was with Tennessee last year he had 76.9 points, one top five finish, and was ranked 25th for tight ends. He's valued at a dollar. He is not a tight end I'm going to be targeting. This one's interesting to me. Obviously, they traded Darren Waller to the Giants, and now Hooper comes in as their tight end one. Who is the one pass catcher you can think of for the 49ers that has succeeded with Jimmy G at the helm? I, I knew you were going to take this approach. George Kittle. Yes. I knew. So for a dollar, I think Hooper's worth a a stab. He's a talented guy. For a dollar, okay. I just. Austin Hooper did pretty well when he was with the Falcons. Mm -hmm. Last year with Tennessee, the whole team seemed to be a mess aside from Derrick Henry. Maybe as my backup tight end. Yeah. Like everyone, it's no secret. Everyone knows I'm targeting Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yes. A dollar for him, possibly. Because I knew as soon as I said him, anyway, and you're like, and you start, I knew exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> is he going to be Kittle. George Kittle? No. He's not George Kittle. But Austin Hooper is not George Kittle. No. Because George Kittle is George Kittle, I believe. You have to look at that whole offense, too. I think like, that's what I've learned from you. Yeah. Right? George Kittle <laughs> is George Kittle. Yes. That is my wisdom that and I have Austin shared. Austin Hooper is not George Kittle. He is not George he's, Kittle. He's Austin Hooper. <laughs> But yeah, I think Jimmy G could make him relevant. So for a dollar, I'm going to take a stab. Backup tight end for a dollar. Yeah, you shouldn't spend more than a dollar on a backup tight end. Anyway, people. (laughs) Unless you have some crazy scheme you're planning for trade bait or something. Something. I don't know. All right, let's go into our tops. This one's easy, right? Top quarterback. Obviously, Mahomes. Yeah, me too. Top running back or two. Now, I know you aren't high on Austin Eckler because I it's for me 
I don't know. I kind of I whoa, like. Whoa, whoa. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm not saying I'm not high. You're on not Austin liking Eckler. him this season because of his situation with I, his no, contract. No, no. I'm not liking him for sixty-seven dollars. Okay, sixty-seven dollars. If I yes. grab him for fifty, I would do absolutely. It. But sixty-seven. Okay, so no. for you, it's money. Because for me, Eckler, <laughs> how much does that cost? Money. Money. <laughs> for you, <laughs> okay, not for you. For me, Josh Josh Jacobs value wise is my number one. Eckler, if I can get him for great value, obviously. Yeah. He's an obvious. Absolutely. If you take if you're putting values aside and say you're in a standard draft, it's Eckler. Yes. For me. If you're not in an auction, which we specialize in auctions. But yeah, we're talking auctions. Jacobs is one. Eckler, mm-hmm. I agree with you. If you get the deal, yeah, you're not going to. Mm-mm. Somebody's gonna be crazy enough to spend max on him, but it's not me. So for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> you're out. Wide receiver. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. He, for all the reasons, even though we don't know if Jimmy G is going to be healthy, how he's going to do. We saw with Derek Carr last year in this. He, Derek Carr did, just didn't have it with the Raiders last year. Devontae Adams, still number two wide receiver. People couldn't cover him. He yeah. was open. He got the ball. He's talented. He's, He's just a the money. big dude that plays hard. Mm-hmm. Devonta Adams, number one, but my number two might surprise you. Who is your number two? Jerry Judy. Jer- oh my god! I think okay. <laughs> this is a year he breaks out as being a top twenty wide receiver. I really want to go with one of the Chargers guys. I, I just can't trust away. him because of their health. Yeah, Keenan Allen is getting that pattern, and Mike Williams has always had that pattern of being mm-hmm. injured. I don't know if he. I don't think he's ever played a full season. To be honest, he's always injured. So, I'm going with Judy. Big booty Judy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think tight end is also obvious. Travis Kelsey. Hands down. I, I For a second word, you were going to say Austin Hooper. <laughs> I think I we just covered this. I thought I converted this. you. No. But <laughs> no? All right. I, I understand what you're thinking. Yeah. But this is a very different team. That's That's fair. Than the 49ers. That's fair, but is it? They're a team that can run the ball well. They have Jimmy G at the helm. They have a good wide receiver who the defense is going to focus on. Their offense is not set up like the 49ers. No, I don't want to take anything away from Shanahan and how he runs that team. I agree with you, but I could see Hooper having some success. In fact, top 12. I'm saying it right now. Oh, you're saying it? Top 12. You need to write this down. We I'll write keep, it down. We got to keep track of these things that you just throw out here. As I edit, I will write it down. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's your job. You're going to be on a plane for a while. It's your job to listen back and listen <laughs> to the things. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some NFL news before we get into the whiskey that I am excited to get into. Yeah. Shall I take the lead here and talk a little bit about Stefan Diggs, even though I don't want to talk about Stefan Diggs yeah. because he's being a little baby. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in being a little bitch when you play a team <laughs> sport, and that's what he's doing. Diggs has reportedly left mandatory camp because he's unhappy with his usage. This stems back to the playoff game where he was unhappy with how much he was used in their loss to the Bengals in the playoffs. He was targeted 10 times. He only caught it four times. If I'm targeting a guy 10 times and he only catches a it four... percent. Com- I'm going to start targeting them less, but Mm -hmm. still 10 targets is a respectable number. That's a good number. If you're getting covered, you're getting covered. Don't throw a fit and be like, no, I want the ball because he plays with guys like Gabe Davis, who is a good wide receiver. Mm -hmm. I, and I don't think 
Josh Allen is purposefully not targeting him. This is the reason that the Vikings decided to kind of get him out of town. They traded him to the Bills. Ironically, they used the pick they got to get Justin Jefferson. But it's something to keep an eye on because if Diggs isn't happy or doesn't get as much usage or even ends up getting traded, his value might not be as good. That's all I got to say on that. I, I, it, oh, it just irritates me. <laughs> you are so riled up over here. You're not throwing me the ball enough. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Shut up and go work your ass off for the team. This is a team sport. Go play for the team. Ah, just, oh, man. Pisses me off. You had to bring it up, didn't you? I was having a good day, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just said we need to cover some NFL news. You jumped right into Stefan Diggs. That's the main news going on right now. Um, contract talks between Saquon Barkley and the Giants have picked back up. I, I think it's going to be a thing where they just they make sure he has a fully guaranteed year. But if I'm Saquon Barkley, I work into the contract that you can't franchise tag me next year. So I was just looking at some headlines that were more recent and today there's one i didn't realize josh jacobs we just talked about him he's holding out on his contract right now yeah um and reportedly he put on his twitter two words bad business citing raiders bad business as a reason that he is unhappy oh no i don't like that no they're gonna make Knock him happy. it off josh jacobs they're gonna make there's so many babies in the nfl yeah there are there there really are um, from a running back running back stance, I kind of get it because the running backs are being made to feel less and less important. And if you think about it, they're they're getting hit or blocking almost every play. So they're taking a lot of contact. But no, I agree with you. Play your contract out if you get another one. But he got the franchise tag and is reportedly not happy with it right now. That's disappointing. <laughs> that's disappointing can we just go to, can we move to whiskey let's move to something happier <laughs> with some whiskey maybe this will fix my neck your dad did say it made his back feel a little bit better you made him a good old-fashioned i always make good old fashions that's true. i actually i take that back no not always i don't know if i like this today's old-fashioned really mm-hmm. oh i did you do yeah you didn't like it i don't know i haven't eaten anything today <laughs> <laughs> It's going right to her head, folks. <laughs> I'm wondering if that's part of the reason why. I because she's gonna go back to work drunk. I am not. How dare you? <laughs> Just kidding. One old fashioned is not going to. I've had the only thing I've had today is coffee, though. I'm just realizing. Jabba, 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 jabba. We're using our lunch break to record this, but I probably should have used pre-lunch break to make lunch. <laughs> it's not pre-lunch break, pre-lunch but I probably break. should have. Stepped away for a second. <laughs> to grab lunch. I yeah. mean, our shakes take like, what, two minutes? Yeah, but that's not. Yeah. Anyway, that's just more liquid down the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, today we are drinking. Why don't you talk on this while I kind of build a taste profile? That's what we were doing. Oh, well, and you just interrupted me. me. <laughs> today, like I said, we are drinking Rittenhouse Rye, which is made at Heaven Hill Distillery. And they also make a lot of different whiskey brands that I'm sure you've heard of. Larceny, which we have reviewed on our show previously. Elijah Craig, which is our June giveaway. Evan Williams, which we've talked about. Um, The Evan Williams Bottled and Bond is one of your go-tos. Yes. Old Fitzgerald and some others. So, like I said, Rittenhouse Rye is what we're trying. So I'm going to talk a little about 
talk a little bit about the history of rye. It's tied to the decline of rum production. Why is the rum gone? <laughs> In the early 19th century, there was an embargo trade with French and British territories, which hurt an already weakened rum market. And during that time, American whiskey kind of like filled that gap. <laughs> Sorry. Just, um, I'm not a huge rum fan. I'm obviously a big mm-hmm. whiskey fan. And we were watching a comedian this weekend. And so when you say American whiskey was there to fill the gap, I just think of her going, America, fuck yeah. Anyways, go on. <laughs> you, okay. Justin? <laughs> I have not had anything to eat today, no. Anyway, Scottish and Irish immigrants who had settled around Maryland and Pennsylvania during that time had brought had brought barley and they knew how to distill. Since rye was the primary grain grown in their region, they became premier producers of rye whiskey. So, and I didn't know this, so this is something from, I didn't know any of that either, but this is something <laughs> I learned that I thought was interesting. There's two distinct styles of rye yeah this was interesting there's what is known as a maryland style which are usually softer and earthy and the pennsylvania style rye which i think are the ryes that i tend to lean towards are known more for their spicy and robust flavors and that's why i like rye because rye whiskeys they have so much flavor and spice yeah um so i think i'm drawn to pennsylvania style though i don't know if i have had a maryland i don't know if i have either i kind of want to seek one out we'll have to look zach avello posted on our discord by the way he was just enjoying sazerac rye Mm -hmm. which we have um so i'll have to reach out to him and see if he knows of any maryland rye. yes so pen rittenhouse rye which is Bottle and bond. I did, I don't. I said that right. Yeah, it's bottle you did. and bond. Yeah. Yes, um, it's more in line with the Philadelphia style. Yeah, and it commemorates Philadelphia's famous Rittenhouse Square. It also won double gold in I've, different competitions from 2019 to 2022. Rittenhouse Square. I've been there. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> just... You interrupted me for that sorry what is wrong with you today you're getting spicy you're kidding you're making me you're getting on my nerves (laughs) oh boy (laughs) i'm about to be sent to my room y'all um smell it do you want me to tell you what i smell first and then you'll smell what i smell i'll smell what i smell (laughs) well i don't want to give the power of suggestion away i'm just gonna tell you right off the bat caramel hits me caramel no butterscotch how about toffee it's toffee for me and dried fruit now i will say i tried this one this weekend since i bought it you got butterscotch Mm -hmm. okay um any dried fruit or is that just me there's something there yeah something kind of sweet and fruity um now we talk about we used to call it burn but we've switched to calling it heat. heat. Yes. This one is interesting to me because no matter how long you hold it in your mouth, there's heat. But as soon as you swallow it, there's none. There's none going down. It's all just on your tongue, which I found really interesting is because I, I tried this this weekend. I held it. I held it. And I'm like, 
the heat's not going away. You can it's not a bad heat or a overpowering. You can just feel it a little bit, a little tingle. Mm, I feel some heat in my stomach right now. Do you? I never yeah. did when I when I swallowed it down. Not down, but once it got to the tummy, there's some heat. <laughs> What'd you get from it? Or do you want me to go first? Um there's obviously your rice spice. But it's interesting. I almost get a little bit of citrus. Mm-hmm. And if you really focus on it, I again, I already tasted this one, so I kind of have a little bit of prejudgment, but I got a little bit of chocolate. Just a tiny bit. Mm. Maybe chocolate's not right. Like cocoa. Cocoa nibs. Cocoa nibs? Yeah. Maybe. I think of chocolate, and I think I know. a little less 100% cocoa. Right. I'm thinking like <laughs> cocoa nibs, chocolate. This then, is, okay, isn't this a very, like, I think I read somewhere this is like it must have rye in your bar. Yes, the Rittenhouse rye. And I disagree. A, really? I do. You don't, you're not a fan. I, um. I really like it. You now, really like you're it? you're more of a rye person. I am. I'm more of a bourbon person normally. I mean, I'll drink whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like this one. I think it's got a really big flavor profile. There's something about it that I'm tasting, and I just don't. I Did you get the finish of sweetness? Sorry. like No. Oh, you don't? So you have a sweetness finish. Really? Yeah. It doesn't finish sweet to me. Huh. Well, I, I mean, you're not wrong, right? We, I can't we've be learned wrong. This that. is what I'm tasting. Right. We've um, learned that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, I, I'm not saying it's bad because I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. It's just not my favorite rye. And I really, I've gotten really into rye and this is not, this just isn't like. Is it, go ahead. Go ahead. Is it because it's, well, I was going to ask, is it because it's like kind of spiced up to that hundred proof but oh it's a hundred proof yeah i didn't mention bottled that bottled and bond and it is is, is that obviously yeah that might be why but honestly that has that's probably why you did have uncle nearest rye that was hundred proof and that you was a hundred proof yeah uncle nearest rye was very good i don't want i'm not talking down on this whiskey let me just clarify <laughs> it's just not my favorite well yeah i mean we got we got to be honest with our that's something that we've discussed like we have to be honest with our review of it Mm -hmm. not every whiskey is going to be like oh my god that one's so great you know um but this is one that i would continuously i need to try this you not so much i would like to try this neat again when i have food in my stomach oops ting ting Ting, ting. (laughs) (laughs) no when i'm not um when my stomach's not growling (laughs) so you're hangry that's why you're getting mad at me i am oh my gosh you cannot know Maybe I am hangry. Now am I, I hangry, understand. Justin? <laughs> you interrupted me for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. That, no. <laughs> you calm down. No, I, <clears throat> as I keep drinking it, the burn mm-hmm. kind of goes away too. Or the See, heat, for me, sorry, the heat, the heat hasn't away. gone away from my first couple yeah. drinks. It still has not gone away. And I'm getting and more and more of a, like, molasses taste. Molasses? Too. Yeah. I really am. Like. Maybe it's just maple, but that was a hard gulp over there. It was. You okay? I I got a lot going on over here. <laughs> um, 
there's a lot of flavor there. I think I'd like to try it again another time. Yeah. Give it a second chance. I'm not a try one and write it off right away. Yeah. Um. Sorry. What? I, I we you know anyways. I don't know if the audience knows, but I do sometimes get distracted easily. Well, yes. And I'm just thinking, like, man, rum started dwindle, dwindling, and American whiskey was there. America, fuck yeah! That so, went through that your head keeps, again. <laughs> just keeps playing in my head. Um, God bless America for whiskey. <laughs> Get that <laughs> rum out of here. <laughs> Unless it is a pina colada with a floater hey, of dark I really rum. liked Angel's Envy Rye that was finished in rum. Well, yeah, because it's whiskey. <laughs> I I and have liked whiskey's finished in rum casks. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It has Even Tullamore Tully's, Tullamore Dew, yeah. um, Irish whiskey finished in rum casks. Highly recommend that. We mm-hmm. haven't reviewed it on the show, but I highly recommend that. Yeah. Maybe we need to. We need, we don't even own a bottle of that. No. So listeners, if you want to send us a <laughs> bottle, um, yeah, I don't. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Unless I'm on a beach drinking a pina colada with a floater of Myers Dark on top, I don't really care for rum. It seems more like a college drink. Vodka and rum, those just seem more like I don't think I drink drinks. any... No, Malibu. Yes, I you lied. drank a lot of <laughs> Malibu rum days. in college. I did. I drink a lot of everything in college. UV. Yeah. I will never touch a bottle of UV anything ever again. <laughs> lime vodka, not UV lime, which that's the thing, right? I never I, had... I just had whatever that lime vodka was that was just green colored I, yeah. and cheap. I don't even know how cheap it was. That, no... I just remember drinking absinthe and it said to mix one part absinthe with two parts water. And we were like, eh, how about two parts UV blue? I think the <laughs> last time I drank UV lime, or not UV lime, lime vodka was my weekend with Haley at you and I when oh. I went to visit her. Is that the time you called me? That was when we were just dating. While you were <laughs> getting yeah. sick in a toilet? Yeah. Because you drank too much. That was the first time you I ever got out. sick getting, yeah. drinking. And Ten shots I remember, of lime vodka. That'll do it. I remember Haley <laughs> taking the phone and going, I promise it's not always like this. <laughs> like, you don't have to be worried about her coming here. <laughs> Should we get to... We have a mailroom question. Oh my gosh, we have a mailroom question. Yes, and I have a mailroom audition. Here I am just like going on and on. Like, nobody wants to... <laughs> telling stories no one wants to hear. I disagree. I think everybody wants to hear them. <laughs> um, the audience was probably laughing with us or at us. I don't care which, as long as you're laughing. But... Uh, I have to grab my audition real quick. All right, here we go. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Here's the mail that never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail! From Family Guy. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. All right, I'll keep that one in the in the back burner there of a maybe. It's yeah. a maybe. We haven't gotten close to a maybe before. I know. I liked the Blues Clues one, which family are doing Blues Clues. Right. But the Blues Clues, it made me laugh so hard. Um, <laughs> but I'm not having Blues Clues being our mailroom song. I'm sorry. <laughs> hard no. <laughs> yeah, so Blues Clues sung by Family by Guy. Peter do you remember we, we heard that? I do. Like that was a, a while ago. Yeah, a couple months ago, and I was like, oh, we got to try that for the mailroom. Yes. So, we, that, good job. I will yes. give you claps for this one. Well, and shout out to Cody Zeeb 
under or at Husker underscore Zeb mm-hmm. on Twitter. Follow all his NASCAR stuff and football stuff. But uh, he said that if we're gonna do a mailroom, we had to have an audition. So there it was. And his que- the question is actually from his buddy Chuck. And the question is: Name a player from last year you were super high on that you're not anymore, and a player you didn't like last year that you're big on now. Would you like to start? Mm, give me one second. So a player that I was super high on that I'm not anymore. Yeah, let's start with that. Okay. For both of let's us. Let's start there. You think mine's obvious. Kyle Pitts. I had the Pitts passion and it failed me Yeah, hard. yours is obvious. You were yeah. very just. I, yeah, I thought he that. was ready to be the number one tight end. I was very wrong. I apologize to anybody that listened to me there. Listen to the tight end expert Miranda. Um, just the first. I'm just gonna say the first thing that popped into my mind. Yeah. I don't know that I spoke. I mean, I was high on him, but I don't know how. I talked about the Chiefs wide receivers a lot last year. I'll just be oh, honest. Yeah. So and I'm you just drafted gonna, them a lot. I I did. <laughs> so I'm gonna and I really thought Juju was gonna be something with Mahomes. I just I had this feeling that he was, and I'm not high on him anymore. And now he's with the Patriots. And if Mahomes couldn't make him a star, do I think Mac Jones is going to make him a star? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so I think I have to have Juju as my answer. <laughs> Extra jab at Cody, the Patriots fan. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> If Mahomes couldn't do it, there's no fucking way Jones will do it. I'm he so sucks. sorry, Cody. I forgot you're a Patriots fan. So that is a little extra sting. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, oh, let's switch Cody, to... I'm sorry. Let's switch to a player you didn't like last year that okay. you're big on now. Mm, there's... Okay. I, I Nick will like me for this one. So I really dissed Cody, and now I'm going to make up for the times I've talk shit about the 49ers for Nick CMC I stayed away from Christian McCaffrey last year I did not like his injury history and when he went to the 49ers I think he's gonna have good success on the 49ers I would if if I could make it work in my budget or if I could get a deal on McCaffrey I would go for him I think I'm hoping he just has it made yeah in San Francisco. There's another one. Okay. Justin Fields, which is painful to say. Yeah, you didn't draft him <laughs> in anything. No, I You were not sold on him as a fantasy I, quarterback. I think we've had so many bad years of quarterbacks in Chicago. I knew Fields was talented. I just didn't know if we were just going to continue our bad streak of quarterbacks and luck with quarterbacks. And... You got him for a freaking dollar, and I just didn't even – it's like, whatever, fine, have fields. I just didn't see it happening. He is something. He is the yeah. real deal. Well, And I – if if I'm never going to get a deal on him anymore, but it's you, him. You probably him. didn't expect him to um, be in the top ten in rushing yards mm-hmm. in the league, which no. he was. He's fun to watch. Yeah. So it would be CMC. I gave two answers there, but CMC and Justin Fields. That's okay. I will agree. I stayed away from CMC because of his injury history. He played all season last year, proved that he can stay healthy, and I just think he's going to thrive at the 49ers because not only do they have a really good scheme, but I think they're also going to 
They're going to limit his workload, not to where it makes him fantasy irrelevant. I think irrelevant. he'll still be fantasy relevant. Yeah, he but will he be. is going to not just be the number one main back. I th- or just the number one player on the team. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he still he still probably will be talent-wise, but he's not going to be relied on like he was in Carolina, yeah. right? So, um, because they have Debo, they have Ayuk, they have Elijah Mitchell in the backfield that can help out. So, is CMC so, your answer too? Pick a different uh, answer. I am going to pick okay. a different one. I don't <laughs> want to just copy you. I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley. Suspended Ooh. from the NFL for gambling last year. Everybody was like, oh, I'll get him for a dollar or I'll take him in the last round and it'll be a deal. And I thought with the Falcons quarterback situation, he's not going to be relevant. He's not on the Falcons anymore. He got traded to the Jaguars. I have a lot of belief in Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars and their coach, Doug Peterson. I was like, I'm not I'm not going to waste draft capital, even if it is a dollar or my last pick on a guy that I don't think is going to be that relevant. Now he's reinstated, playing for the Jaguars, and I have a lot of, I think he's going to do really well. So Calvin Ridley is my other answer. All righty. Didn't see that coming, did I didn't you? see that coming. Reminder, go to betteredge.com slash OFF-FUN. Join our contest. Um, you just got to answer poll questions, you know? Mm-hmm. And we have some that are regarding our podcast, which are easy. You just listen and you fill out the answer. There are some other ones that are on games. You know, just take your best guess. That's what everybody else is doing. Nobody knows. What games do we have going on this coming weekend? This weekend, we are going to go which two teams will go to the USFL championship. Because the USFL playoffs are this weekend between the Panthers and the Maulers and the Stallions and the Breakers. So, who are the two teams and why do you think it's the Stallions and the Maulers? which is my pick, giving away my answer because <laughs> I don't count. But, yeah, that's that's this this week's question that's uh, regarding games. Then right. have Make one sure you get us. out there and answer those questions. Yeah. The more answers you get right, the more points you get, and whoever has the most points at the end of the month from our poll questions wins a bottle of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Private Select. Private Select. Yes. I mean, not every not every one of your favorite podcasts has given away like a premium bottle of whiskey. So make sure you check out Better Edge. Make sure you check out Ace Spirits. And make sure you check us out on YouTube at Old Fashioned Football. Make sure you check us out at Twitter at Old Fashioned FB. And we got a new Facebook page. I know. You, I was supposed to set up our Instagram. I failed. You set up Facebook. Good job, Justin. I have belief in you. Instagram is coming. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> um, yeah. That's all I have. How's your old fashion doing over there? It's gone, and I really need some lunch. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Let's get you some lunch. Old-fashioned football.